We got a lot of exciting stuff to talk about. This is yes, sir. episode 116 of the Carrying the Culture show. We got a man, Elder Sensei, Dirty Jers, Artifacts, Brick City, motherfucker. Everybody in the timeline was good. Was good. Right. Salute to everybody joining in. So I did pull up the question, pull up the uh, pull up the joint. Got a little um, surprise. We want to talk about in a little in a little bit. Uh, we'll get to we'll get to that. Got a bunch of shit to cover. We just gonna keep it loose, man. I, I had some, got a, was bounce around a little bit. A lot's happened uh, since I last talked to you. You know, since we last spoke publicly. Right. Um, so, I the thing I do want to touch on, though, rest in peace, Tay Boyd. Uh, you know, what I'm saying Ar artifacts and and just uh, I haven't talked to you. I've talked to you, but I, we haven't chopped it up about it and everything. Right. So just right. just checking in, man. Like, how you doing with that? You know, how you holding up and everything, and and, and just. Um, just a little bit on just, if you will, on, on just on tame as far as just um, you know, I mean, I haven't we haven't really talked about it actually. Yeah, man. I mean, it's been um, you know, a, a challenge. You know, I thought it was a challenge when chaos was going, but like, you know, this is a little bit extra. You know, and and at the same time, it's like you could, at the same time, it's like you know. A thing that is what life is about, you know, even if it's happening to one of our close friends or family. And, and, and tell you the truth, with a lot of my friends, um, to say the least, there has been the people that have been keeping me, holding, holding me together, you know, just checking up on me, making sure, you know, my spirits are up. Um, I met my man Spot now, my man 100, and I'm in, I'm in the lab. You know, pretty much, you know, this is what I do all the time. And even working gets you through it as well. So mm. I've had a few months to get, you know, soaked into it. And, and you know, with the work part, it, it keeps the uh, the tradition going. You know, there's a lot of stuff happening right now, even with that, you know, as far as musically. You know, even with the album still being out, I'm letting everybody know still, you know, the Album is still out there digitally. Artifacts, Buck Wilds, no expiration date. You know, we, me and Mr. Lynn about to go on the road, uh, go to Europe in May, June, go push the album out there uh, to let people know. Even though all the vinyl is sold out, all the vinyl I had is gone. All the CDs is mostly gone. So that's a good thing. So, you know, the, the uh, digital version is, is out there. So, you know, getting this tour done has been a little therapy as well because, you know, everybody know that even with me and Tame when we was together, you know, I was still, you know, doing shows by myself, either by myself with me and Sadat and with me and Tame. So I would hope to think everybody know with that work ethic, it's just going to go extra harder now because ain't nothing else left. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the last of, but I'm going to tell you all this, though. With the last of this being these artifact songs y'all going to hear, Man, you know, I I know these songs. You know what I'm saying? My man Kick Beats, salute to him. This brother, I always believe him and my man Surplus. You got another joint coming. Out there in L.A. Yes, yeah, so we got, it's, it's joints coming. I mean, because I, like, I know, every every MC I know got all kinds of crazy shit stashed away, like fucking wild shit. Like, niggas send me shit. I'm like, yo. So I know you probably got some, some, like, look, some, some shit in there. Look, and because you got to understand, like, 
going on the road and going on tour, we didn't. We never just sat around and been in the hotel room and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? We would go out and we have friends and everywhere we go. So we go to L.A. There is no sitting down. There's no chilling. You know, we in the studio. Right. So it's a few times. A few times we find ourselves in the studio. We we'll say like John Robinson, Elo Kush, Two Max. We all in the studio. Tame. We all in the studio together, just chilling. Then all of a sudden, songs get done. So these 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 times, like when Tame came to my crib, we would do a song, and then afterward, just be bullshitting. But that was the time I was like, "Yo, nah, 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 nah. Write, write something real quick. Pull something out." Yeah. And we just load up a beat. But I know why I got the track. But I'm Tame probably wouldn't even paying attention to nothing. I'm like, "Yo, just put some more in this." So it was a few times we were doing that. But they turned into songs that's now about to come out. You know, we're just putting it together the right way. My man Kick is a phenomenal producer. You know, he did a re remix for me and Sadat on the, on the XL album. But y'all going to be happy with these songs because it, it's almost going to be like the songs that we were trying to do album-wise anyway before y'all heard the joint with Buck Wild. Right. So, you know, you know these songs, Songs are like some songs with just me, me and my man Prem out in uh, L.A., me, Joker, and maybe Keith Murray, you know what I'm saying? It's, like, it's, 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 it's stuff y'all going to see and hear where y'all going to remember these conversations we had. I'm like, damn, he did say that. But I said that here, so I ain't going to say it nowhere else after the night. Right. But yeah, I, people, I just, people just going to just remember I said it, though. Remember he said it. Yo, so like, because I think that's important, man. Like, I'll be honest with you. I mean, just as a fan, I mean, I always approach this as a fan first. I mean, we want to hear shit, man. Like, if right. there's shit, you know, there's red tape and da da da. Because this is a fan, like, it's just important, man, because hip hop is such a undocumented, until the past maybe 10, 15 years, like, in a lot of ways, undocumented culture, you know what I mean? And as far right. as, like, shit coming out. So, like, and, and you know, man. Me and Tame didn't do a whole bunch of songs either. The way it would like say like it's three albums in the vault. It ain't nothing like that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's joints here and joints there. Uh, joints that we've done, features that's gonna come. You know, so you know, for a lot of people we've worked with over the you know past two years or whatever. So you know, this is gonna be dope. You know, because uh, it's never gonna be a time for reflection on sadness, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to talking about us as a group. But I also let people know, you know, it is going to be a time where, you know, like it was for Biggie, like it was for Big L, like anybody that dies is going to run out. Yeah. You know, so we, so we have to depend on all the people that, that Tame was working with before he passed, that he might have worked with the, for all these people to treat it in the same way as if it was like, you know, let's do it like if it was them putting the record out. But it's us doing it. So to take pride in putting the record out. So I'll say that. But, you know, it, it's, it's a lot of things that's going to happen between, like, ne the next few months and next year, and the end of the year. And to ask you, uh, just along the lines of, you know, people passing and stuff, is just that we've seen the past few years alone a lot of MCs, people pass away right. in their 40s. You know, rest in peace to our man Doc Ock, my, my man Blackistan. I mean, right. fuck, man. You know what I'm saying? So, like, 
how are you looking at that? You're a little, you're a little older than me. I mean, how are you looking at that? And, and how are you approaching that? Like, are you looking at your health any different these days? Are you, you know what I'm saying? Or is that, is that impacting you? These are your peers too. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I chalk it up to us getting older, you know, and, and, and as we get older, you know, and, and as our path has gone, if things have happened that we've heard about, you know, we're going to hear a lot more about stuff like this. As all our peers get older, you know, people we just know in, in the hood as friends that, man, I mean, like, I know MCs that people don't know about that live in my area that have passed and well-known in the streets, you know. And it's, and then some, like, like, you know, with health-wise, some, some have things that have complications where that leads to that. You know, and, and some, in some cases, in our age group, it's been a lot of heart attack. It's been a lot of kidney, a lot of, you know, stuff like that. Whereas, like, you know, a lot of cats too, you know, done stuff in the past where, like, we got to understand now that, you know, our body not the same as you know we could take all that what we was doing back then, you know. So it's about moderation. Where a lot of times though we get in that mode, you get that party mode, we gonna get lit. Everybody forget the next day or, you know, afterwards, you know what I'm saying? You're not recuperating this fast. You know, so I, I really just look at it in that in that way where, you know, we just got to be more mindful that um, the way we would treat our bodies today is a whole lot different than what, you know, as a comedian, he, he said uh, when he was 16, he would go outside, have mad fights, you know what I'm saying, go back in the crib, he would take him about like a week, he'd be back to normal. Getting it, he got out of his 30s and 40s. He ain't want to fight no more because, like, he have a fight now. Nigga, recuperate three weeks, six weeks. You got to recuperate. You know what I'm saying? You got work. Now you got this. You on disability. <laughs> you messing up everything. So these are the things you got to think about now and move a little bit smarter. But for us going on stage, like people don't really take that into consideration. You going on stage for an hour. That's like being in the gym for an hour on a treadmill. Or, or, you know, lifting weights. That is the same where you got to keep this mic in your hand, your shit lock up. <laughs> All kind of things can happen. If you don't stretch before you get on stage, you sweating, you know what I'm saying? If you ain't hydrated, you cramp up. You, been cramp up. you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you ain't good with your left right hand. I, I, look, I hold my mic in my right hand. You know what I'm saying? And, and sometimes it's hard. Doing that with my left hand and control, nah, it ain't working. <laughs> I got to do my right hand. So it's like, you know, nightly you're doing this. Sometimes you get on, you know, you're doing three, four shows in a row. You might get two days off. That ain't enough time. You know what I'm saying? Now you got to think about shit. You know what? All that hanging out at the end of the show, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, as long as I know I'm going to get my bread, we get, because we averaging going back in the room after a show like 3 o'clock in the morning, 3.30 in the morning because you're getting food after the show everybody loud gagging talking or whatever by the time you get to your hotel room is three four you know you're going to eat and go to sleep I and know. then and depending on no matter what we're doing in the morning sometimes we might have to get on the train or a plane or whatever like that but you you're getting out of that hotel average by 12 you know that 11 12 o'clock no nope. there's no there's no late no late checkout no none of that you're getting up to leave to go to the next place you got to go to. So if you ain't getting no rest, and you got 
got your bags and shit. We doing all this stuff. You know, it's not, and for us, it ain't no damn luxury where we got all these people handling our bags or, you know, all these people, tour people helping us. It's, just, it's us. Nobody else. So we doing everything. So, you you know, you got to be in shape running through that damn airport. Might miss a flight. You know what I'm saying? You got bags. On you, you got to be able to make it. Yeah, it happens. It happens sometimes. So it's like, like I said, you know, I'm I'm looking at it more so to say too, like, you know, ain't nothing, gonna, nothing we could do once once we go. But is it time? If you can at least prevent it from it. You know, we never know when we going. You never know. But at least while you're in control of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, just try to be mindful that it's yours. It's just the only thing we got. It's it. I go to the gym as much as I can. I try to do everything I can to keep myself able to go. Yeah, no, so, yeah, so, you know, obviously, uh, you know, a big topic that's been that's come up the past few years is, and I think it's a good thing, to be honest with you, is people talking more and more about mental health, particularly men of color. Um, just being candid about it, we have a show with A-plus on, on mental health. Yeah, yeah. So, like, like, how have you looked at that, um, like, recently? I mean, how do you, I'm saying, how do you deal with shit? Just in, in terms of, like, we all, because I always say, man, I don't give a fuck who you are. Everybody in this show, everybody on our pages, everybody, everybody going through it. It's just to what degree and, and what, and to what, you know, what kind of shit. But everybody, what, it can be financial, emotional, right? So, um I don't want to hear shit. Everybody, everybody's going. <laughs> you know, it, it's, everybody's uh, toleration level is, is is here right now. So it's like, I, I look at this, you know, even what we're on right now, you know, everybody every day looking at what everybody else is doing. You got everybody else, you got everybody kind of doing the same thing, but not the same thing. You got some people who are successful at doing some of the same things and some people not. So I think mentally, you know, it's, it's, it's like the things of what we say, keeping up with the Joneses, that's what this whole thing is about. And, 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 and some people get it wrong. We're not up here for our own self-satisfaction. We're up here to promote what we're doing. Sometimes that don't work out for everybody. So, you know, a lot, I, I know a lot of my friends, a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's want to do this and do it in a stay more professional way, a more way of where it's like they can depend on it rather than say work a regular job and everything like that. And I tell all my people, yo, yo, listen, you know, stick to what you know, but be smart and don't think that because you're not doing it in that way that you're not doing it at all. The best people you know that's doing it right now that's professional are struggling to and, and trying Trying to stay afloat, trying to find any way. Y'all see a lot of these, y'all get these ads. Some are real, some are not, where people want to work with you. You know, send me this, I'll do this. You get a video too, and I'll pay, you know, but it's all still got to do with bread. So when I'm talking about, when, when I'm talking about how, when you see shit like that, where it wasn't like that in the past, you know, people had like ideas of what they thought a rap person lived like. Where today, it's a whole even playing field where it's like to say hey, mentally some cats don't want to rhyme no more and would rather do 
everybody else is doing. And, and when I say what everybody else is doing, is when I'm saying talking about past things that happened already, but not willing to make future memories today. So it's just everybody's doing the same thing. So is and when you have that, everybody doing the same thing is not going to work for everybody. So now you got people backbiting each other. I'm the best this. I'm the best that. We back to that. When it's really just about like you know, at the age we at for a lot of the people that we look at, it's still like a damn high school teenage. You know, where it's like you got, but it still boils down to who got more than who. I make more money than you. I mean, I do this more than you. So it's really just like when when people see that, it's confusing because it's really just what are you doing it for anyway? Mm. You know, we we in our age now where is is this year of the fiftieth year of hip hop, people way more conscious of hip hop today this year than they ever been, ever been. But it's dope though because yeah. it's dope because. For a lot of people that never heard of a lot of these, especially like the, the elder artists that they never heard, even for how many female artists there's been, I'm I'm listening to people getting on the radio. Miss Jones said, uh, um, had shot, shot rock on there, and she was able to tell her own story rather than some other guy telling it and her saying it. Right. And it came, and when you heard her story, it came from a place where she wanted people to know, like, yo, I was one, I'm the first. One of the first females, you know what I'm saying? So, like, for a lot of people who don't know her, get to hear her like that, respect that a little bit more. You have a lot of you have a lot more people willing to go to see where all the museums at, where the functions at. I want to know. It's going to carry on because a lot of these things, no, no different than my man Jeremy with the National Hip Hop Museum down in D.C. And these things going to pop up everywhere because, you know, Miami got to tell their story. <laughs> The, you know the Midwest got to tell their story. Every, you know, so like, this is what's good about this part of it. But I think you know, with with the, the thing of everybody doing the same thing, it's just hip hop never been about that. Hip hop always been about be original, have your own style, tell your own story, be like no one else. So I would say that far as me in this part, I'm in far as the, being an MC mentally. I just want everybody to understand that, like I said in the in Rosenberg interview, it's not that bad that you feel like you've got to go to your extreme measures to do certain things. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're paying an artist to be to do a feature, you know, I see still some people would rather pay them first. Like, yo, do half. You know what I'm saying? Because they get caught up in the fact that who the person might be. And, you know, once that, and when it don't fly, you know, it's, Every excuse they you got to try to find it's like no it's like you got to be smarter to understand that now when that shit don't work you got to account for all the things you ain't think about that might happen after it gets done now you got to pay the dude for being the video it might be a show work okay I'll come you know hit me off with this da 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 so it's like you know it's a game but it's a fair game to the people like myself that's saying that to because these people learn that look. This part of how this shit go, even if you don't like it, this and, and and that's the part where when I say everybody can be doing the same thing, but it's level of everybody doing the same thing. Of course, so everybody can't feel like they're doing what that other person doing. Right. No.
Of course. I mean, there's definitely levels. You brought up a good point about, like, everybody's struggling as far as, like, trying to – Trying to uh, trying to get shows, make, trying to get booked. You know, you got to understand how the money has changed so badly, like, it's like for, for a lot of artists that was here have to go to – ways of doing shit like how okay work that's why it's cool to say independent now because they even see like oh shit you know if i would have did this before you know what I'm saying like maybe you know treated it like this you know but but because now today even playing field so Amen. now now you get to see who really working yeah you know especially on because there's no more go have a meeting at a label and get distribution and shit like that it's it's just like, yo, let's let's just go. Let's just go. Yo, so you're, uh, over the past few years, your work ethic has become kind of legendary in the game and stuff like, as far as the merch, putting out joints, features, just being everywhere, just being active. I mean, were you always uh, like that? <laughs> Excuse me. Shit, once, once me and Tane split up, holy, <laughs> I, and, and when I got back on my feet, to know what it was like to not do it, not have a deal, no, no, know that we got released. It was like you know everything went on pause. My life changed drastically. Like where I knew where that bottom was. You know what I'm saying? I knew where you know what it felt like. No. No, nothing. This is like from straight from a group. So it was no, it was no avenue for me to go to. It wasn't no, you know what I'm saying. It was like I was like, you know what? I just went to my son, got it to him. Uh, took two years off, and I tell this story all the time. My man Matt Fingers, um, he used to come to the studio all the time when we was doing artifact records. So he's like, yo, if if anything happens, just remember me. I said, all right, cool. I always, we was always cool. And then um, once that time came and I was chilling, doing nothing, and I was like, yo, remember when you said such and such? Stuff? He said, yeah. I said, do that still stand? He said, yeah, yeah. This, you know, so I knew he had a label, you know, but he gave me a, a good jump off, you know what I'm saying, as far as, like, to do a record with Organized Confusion before they split, Mike Zoo, FT, you know, Sean J. Period on the beat, you know, it was like I left from the artifact stuff with Sean, got back with Sean to do a solo record, and it was a good-ass record. Frontline did a lot, you know, so much where I remember when um, Black Star was on uh, Rap City, and if, even if one, if you go back, the intro to Rap City, uh, when they had a DJ playing. It was like a lot of stuff going on in the in the intro, but when they said with the record spinning, it was the front line record, and mm. I would always I would always look at that like, damn, why they picked that record? Like, but it had characters on it because of the artwork. So I remember Black Star doing the interview before they went on stage. Quali was in the back and he was looking at some records of I guess you know the show, and he going through the pile, going through the pile, boom, he stopped. And we're just looking at this one record. I didn't see what it was at the time. I was just looking at it, looking at it. And he pulled it out of the stack and picked it up, looked at it, and I even pulled it up. It was the Frontline record. He was all, and that night when I show, saw the show footage, they used Frontline in their show. 
uh, one of the instrumentals when they, mm -hmm. I guess when they were freaked out. So I was like, damn, that's dope. You know, that, that showed me like, okay, they like the record too. Stretching Bobito played it, everybody played it. I was like, okay, maybe this will work. Right. Maybe I can actually do it, but it wasn't easy. You know, so like, like to know how that felt to have a go back to the beginning, start from scratch. I never want to go back to that again. I don't know, you know, but even with even doing that, I was still like, you know, working with uh, Mary Joy Records. I went to Japan, me, me, Chaos, and my man P Original, and that was a dope thing because I went with them, and I made a lot of friends over there. Did a lot of business, even so much to a point where my man P Original got to do a record with some guys out there, and got paid. Mm. He, he he spent his own bread to go there, and got out there, worked, got his money right back, and a little bit more. So he pretty pretty much went for free and got a paid gig. So you know, once once I knew the formula. I was like, okay, you know, uh, in the beginning, it was a lot of 10-day contracts with different labels, like different teams, but I was still working until I got with Seven Heads, got a, the, the got the deal with them, and I, then I was like, okay, took a little break, got back, got with Fat Beats, took a little break, but it was just like, after 2006, it didn't stop after that. I was like, okay, now, because I knew what to do, I was like, okay, not so much say get with a label. But I was getting with, like, say, the returners, a produ producer and a DJ. They knew of my work. I went out there to Poland when I, 2006, 2007 here. I'm at a crossroads again. But not in far as what to do with my career, but, like, what to do next. Right. And then they, then they came. Then that opened it up a little bit more. And I was able to be in Europe all the time, did all those hip-hop camp shows and got into other different festivals. So that's what kept the name really out there then to get back with Tame and go back to all the places I was at by myself with him mm -hmm. to, to because me and Tame only went to Europe in 2000 like say like the, the 90s like maybe once or twice together like in, in a lot of the regions but when we split I was over there a whole lot yeah. so to get back with him and then go it was a lot of people's first time seeing me and him ever in person on stage everything so that just showed me, and I told Tame, I said, that just showed us, even with us breaking up and getting back together, it, it picked up the workload, but it showed him that, look, even with that, we able to go on stage, you do your solo shit, I can do my solo shit, then we do the, the shit together, and so it worked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we worked We worked more after, I, I, it's funny to me, we was split up more in the 10 years that we broke up compared to the four fast years we was in the group on Atlantic. And then to get back together in 2008 up to 2010 and on, we did way more work together than we did on the label. Not on the label. Mm -hmm. so, it, so even with that, it was, the, it was just trying to show that even though we just group and didn't even have a deal, I'm telling you, look, bro, we're doing tours of two albums. From the 90s, not even in a whole bunch of singles, and we wasn't even doing those on stage. We doing all the old stuff, and I told him that's why this record with Buck came about because I told him we ain't gonna make the money we were so make want to make if we don't do something new. Right. Hence, cool. hence the new album, and then we are where we are now. So yeah. I even was trying to pass it on to him to say, "Look, this shit easy." You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like 
It's just that we don't have this big ass machine like we have with Atlantic, but it ain't like we got to enjoy that big machine like that for a long time. But to know what it was compared to having the freedom, I, w I wouldn't say if I was able to go back, I think it'd be way different because they would see, all right, we know who y'all are, who you were when you were with this. We give you a little more freedom to do whatever, whatever, but I want it on my terms. But as far as like doing that, I would never go. I would want. I want to keep working, work, work, work. It's like because I don't want to go back to that how it used to be. So mm -hmm. I, I would rather, you know. And it's like I'd rather work with everybody. You know, quantity is more quantity and quality than rather nothing. Because you could do a little bit of shit, make, and maybe make the money you want to make, but. With that little bit of shit, it's just that little bit of shit compared to working with everybody. Give everybody else a chance. You never know who these people turn out to be when you get these emails, bro. You know what I'm saying? When they want to do these features. You never know who they are. They could be the shit somewhere you never know. And you do the, and look, do the job good. Do the good verse, you know. I never write, I never have, I write new bars every time I do a feature. There's nothing no old, nothing so you know you take it seriously when you when you do you find out you know some of these people might be like yourself where they work hard and they want their record to do good and they ask you for advice and they wind up work, talking to people that you don't know and say yo you know such and such and like oh word like yeah he's doing the remix like damn that's what's up so and these are things that these people doing right but i'm a, but i'm affiliated with it because and then that person that'll probably not even understand or know a word he worked with you coach. oh he, okay well what's good with that okay yeah work go do it do it so this and then they just passed on and then and then they wind up working so and then this is the this is the power of belief and where people you know where you could ask for that you know this year and get here and then that should come and then they go here and he'd be like see you just be easy. It'll come. Right. And this is like, you know, this is why I say never sleep on that. Never sleep on people that that's, that's hustling like yourself. Yeah, no, dope advice, man. Really good advice. Anybody listening out there, man, just, you know what I'm saying, how, how, a good way to, to do it. And it's been working, working clearly working for you. So we got a dope uh, got a little announcement on the way. Why don't yep. you the way, man? I'm going to let you run with you, the MC. Why don't you? Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> my perfect, right? <laughs> so, all right, y'all, check it out. So, me, me and Tomorrow was talking, and um, he already, you know, had his idea, but he said, oh, let's, let's, like, do something together. And I was like, well, this is probably a better, more better way to do it. It, uh, you know, is not too crazy. I think that uh, everybody who does these things know what we're trying to do so let's get to it this right here is a very good pillow very good quality pillow carrying the culture logo on this side and we got the artifacts that stem logo on the other side with the cityscape so we this is fifty dollars y'all you know we're gonna get your extra stuff that comes with this so you're gonna get this sticker pack you're gonna get a little bit you know nice little package with your pillow but 50 bucks we're gonna have pre-orders for this if y'all want one 
I'm gonna put up the post. I, I put a post up already about it with the link and everything. So this is the part of the cross branding that we talking about. Tomorrow is gonna be in control of everything that got to do with getting this pillow, and I'm gonna be pushing it with him, and I'm gonna be posting this so we make sure everybody got one. And you know, I don't want to say the tagline is "Don't sleep on the pillow." You know what I'm saying? Kind of coin. But uh, my corn. You know this week. This week, doing it. Yeah, and it's like it don't lose its form. You know, it got a, it's a zipper on here on the side. I don't want to mess it up and try to undo it, but it's a zipper on here. If you want to take this form out and put a uh, memory memory form or whatever, but this is good. You ain't even got to do that. So after the day, day I'm gonna post this again. Fifty bucks link is gonna be on my page on the post. Y'all can follow tomorrow. He got the link in his post as well. Story is in the page, and I'm gonna put the link in my bio too. But y'all support us if y'all know what the page is about. Y'all know what we're doing. It's gonna be a lot more of this. Like he said, I see somebody laughing. Don't sleep on the pillow. <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, we just trying to do something positive. You know, and it's gonna be a lot more stuff like this. But we just um, this is what we're doing. You know, if yeah, you're on the other side again, that shit came out dope. Show me, show me, uh, your shit. Yeah. Mm. Look at that shit. That, that shit came out good. Yeah. yeah so. This shit do not, you know, the, the, the quality of the pillow is crazy because it ain't like some old, it ain't going to rip, it ain't going to fade. The logo's not coming off. You know what I'm saying? Depending on how you are with the pillow and how you sleep. You know, it's, it's how you dictate how you watch. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, man, we 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 doing this. Yeah. So salute, man. Yeah, now good things. Lots of things coming, coming. Uh, work, work. A lot of work we're doing together, and uh, it's been a it's been a good been a good run building okay. the past few years. Um. So, um, yo, I wanted to talk about you know we were talking about people passing and stuff like that. Um. And you know, True Roy just passed uh, recently. Rest in peace. And and Planet Asia came on recently. And he said, pretty much quoting verbatim, he was like, "If you don't have, if you're an MC and you don't have Dela or Native Tongue in your DNA, I guarantee your rapping is kind of bland." <laughs> he right. He goes, "Your shit is kind of right." He said, "It's kind of regular. You don't." He's like, "You don't know how to be different." What's your thoughts on that? Well, different is the key word. Because when we, when I first heard plug tuning, I just, I, I, I mean, I heard what they were saying, but I was like, damn, these, these dudes saying words, but I'm like, not what they're talking about, but it was so here that you wanted to listen to it more. It, it was like a whole weekend red alert was just playing it. And it, and I just, because I wanted to hear what they were saying, I listened to it more and more. And then I heard Pajos, I was like, oh, wow. See, but the music, but see what was dope about it, though, because the music was so dope. You, you couldn't not listen to what they were saying. So it was like coded. Yeah. It was, it was like, uh, it was, it was like how, how people talk about ghosts and Raekwon today. Right. And when I just saw the episode on, on, on the show and how, 
you listening to how they talking, it is they jargon, is they is just is how they speak. So when I heard Pajos and I heard plug tuning, I was like, yo, they not talking regular at all. But the words was huge. The shit made sense though, cause I, if you could if you could figure it out, you like, it was something that you knew that was gonna be special when the album came. So like but this is what I mean about being a fan of these people. So even with them being in native tongue, they was different than Trial Quest. Trial Quest, you could never compare De La Soul and Trial Quest, not even musically. Because when you listen to De La Soul's records compared to Trial, De La's records was like, always had that element of them being in the basement, fucking around with the music, where they would throw scratches and stuff inside the records while the how can I say it while the record was going you know what I'm saying it didn't stop it went with what they was doing so it could be like him rhyming only pressure make a triple to what that's the so it's like it's in there in the song so it was and they records was fun so like you was like you waited for the next one to come balloon mind state when I listened to that that shit, they always found out, found ways to add other people in with their shit. Where it was like, you you was part of their song. You wasn't, not say outdoing them, but you were part of their song. And you were part of the fun. No different than Redman being on Ooh Ooh Ooh. So it's like, you knew who Redman was. He played his part. Like, yo, I'm about to have, I, I'm on the song with Dave. I saw so he had the same spirit inside of him where he's like, yo, I'm, I have to be a, be a part of this. So being a fan of their music, you only champion even later on as, even if the label situation wasn't what it was supposed to be, whether it was on Beyonce's father's label, and whether it was Baby Grand, whether it was Tommy Boy, they made dope-ass records. Even with the, 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 the situa situation they had, they made good with what they had where you couldn't never doubt the music. So, you know, my man working with Super Dave West, you know, working with Dilla, their own beat. A lot of people don't know uh Pasta News made the um the uh Bush babies. Um um with with most deaf singing on that shit. They they don't even realize he made that beat. He made your boy Pas made cross down beef. What? <laughs> See what I'm saying? And that's when you listen to that beat and that record, it sounds like a daylight record. Cross town beat be like cross town trap. Yeah. Brothers be on. That sounds like a daylight record, bro. What? Yeah. See, look, look, crack your skull. <laughs> ah, yo, my head just fucking exploded, yo. Like, this shit oozing out of my ear right now. Like, what? Yep. I mean, when I found out, I mean, and, I, and I, I shouldn't doubt that they can make beats like that. They've what? been around Prince. They've been around everybody. You're going to learn. They made their beats early, too. So they remind me of, of they all remind, they remind of, of ourselves, especially if you make me, if you make music. You know, they was like, you look at their old records and you look at videos, it was in their basement. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, yeah. That's where you made the most noise and your most creation. So uh, you know, as, a, as a fan, you had, you didn't deny it. It, it. You just fucked with it. I was dropping Jules hip hop history right here. Niggas everybody had fucking just just leaking right now. Everybody 
Everybody in the shit, they they brain just leaking out their ear right now. Like, uh, like, right fucked up right now. I'm lying, I'm lying. But it makes sense that they got beats, though. Of course, man. It make I mean that only makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Um, what's your favorite daylight project? Mm. Uh, okay, so I said Balloon Mind State. I just think of that damn in the woods, boy. God, that song so perfect. I but I will have to say my my favorite daylight album is Stakes Is High because even in that record they were doing a lot of their production too. Mm. And I I respected it a lot because. That's hard to make beats like that. Like, where you went from working with all these different people, but that record it was personal, too. And when I listen to L.I. Groove, all that, all, that, all that shit in that record, just even with the homeless man talking for the Stations House song, come on, you felt that old man and his struggles. So, <clears throat> when... when that record, but then the, the later records too. I like I like Bionics. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> I like Bionics. I like I like all of the records, man. But but, Stasis High had a lot of joints on there. Where I mean, that record was just dirty. It was it wasn't it was maybe their non their most non cleanest record that they ever made. On their shoulder, you know what I'm saying? It was. Clear that they had a bit of a chip on their shoulder, right. in my opinion. Like, like there was, they, they was like, yo, like, you know my, my personally is, uh, De La Soul is dead. That, that shit is just, to me, that shit is brilliant in so many ways, and right. just, it also like, it was special to me because at the time when it came out, like, it showed to me that like rap could be. I mean, they always showed that rap could be different, but they should it continued to show that like they could like. That you could push the envelope in hip hop right. and like be different and not have you know again different right? It's not about and, and, and you and you can say and you can say this too about their later records and maybe starting maybe with uh with my man said who's old right starting with those records is when the coding stopped mm. the code or the code word talk stopped. And it became deliberate. It became, oh, shit, you know what? Fuck all that. Let's say what the hell we got to say. It was mad, of course. You know, a lot of shit wasn't. But, like, for me, musically and lyrically, too, and this is why I say that's why I picked that joint last week, uh, How You Want It, because your boy Dave, on that station's album, stepped it up so crazy on a lot of those songs. You know, where it's like, even himself said, like, yo, you know what? Let me stop cold talking and get on my shit, too, because, you know, possible has always been in high regard lyrically. We're not where people didn't not say Dave didn't, but a lot of lists I saw. But I'm like, like, do y'all even listen? Do y'all? So I think he consciously was like, oh, okay, and that shit started changing. And, and, and to where it was like his bars became... You know, when you listen to Stacey's High and you listen to his bars on that song, that's what I'm talking about. Yo, you know what I'm saying? He started cursing. Check this shit, yo. Like, so 
we was talking about that, me and my man, Saved Hip Hop Culture, as far as like him, how nice he was and that he didn't really get, he was he was more slept on than Paz. And Paz is, the, no, Paz is my favorite, but like my man is on here. He, he's like, yo, Dave, 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 fuck, Dave, Dave. Like, so Sack, my man pointed out, yo, that Dave rhymed differently on every single album. Like, and I go, every single, she said on every single Daylight album, Dave had a different style of kind of, of, of flowing, actually. He, po he pointed yeah. out some, a lot of different shit. So, like, brother was nice, man. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Daylight, big, big, big. It, it, but he always, he always, for me, he always had them standout ones, like, where he was like, oh, shit, where that come from? Right. Like when I listen to uh Shafi MC, you know what I'm saying? When I listen to him on that, I like see, and he went mad later in the song. He, and, and you know, he but his his songs like that made make me remember him more. You know what I'm saying? Like all them B sides, all them remixes, you know, even the the the, the remix with with uh, Biz Markey and the other like there's a lot of records people don't remember that they did that was like you know, yeah, you had Breaking Dawn, but listen to the remix, and yeah. and then where it was, they had hidden secret songs. But even when with with Paz, when I heard with the Stay Away joint he did with Rob O and Pete Rock, when I when we played that one, people like, damn, what the hell was that? What's that? Dudes got around, but it was because Paz was more in the forefront. But I felt like Dave came crazy. After the stage design, he went. His, his shit just went up, especially uh, verbal clap. All, all, you know, a lot of them songs with Dilla. Yeah. He shined on a lot of those songs. Yeah, yeah, he was nice, man. I mean, I think he was he was nice. He, I think maybe you know his flow was very was very laid back. You know what I'm saying? So I think that may add something to, you know, like he was like, but he had the one liners that would go over your head. You had to go back and right, wait, right. Wait, 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 he say like <laughs> he, what like what hold up like hold up what he say like you know what i'm saying like the, he killed it and um it's so easy you know what i mean like he yeah. was burning shit you know what yeah. i mean so like and and the, and the, you will you point out the daylight um the daylight red man joint that that that's that joint is yeah he bodied that crazy yo that yeah, yeah. and that that that's a, that's a dope that's a dope track by by itself and yeah. B, like yo when you listen to him him on there he was in popping shit on that verse even when I, I looked at the video I was like yo there's a lot of um bleeps and spaces in them song in that song I didn't realize until I like just peeped that out again like wow they were cursing a lot I mean uh, a plus told me one time we were, we were building. It's it's on YouTube. He was telling me about like when they were on tour with him. Like he's seen them cats, fucking cat cats wreck on niggas. Like 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 he said he's seen them like lay cats out. Like all of them. Like, I was like you know. So that's what they talked about. Like you know the, when they you know the Daisy shit. Like yo yo don't don't get it twisted. We will push yeah. your ass. Right. I mean. We gotta get out of here in a minute, so I wanted to let you um share real quick though the um what you got going on. I'm trying to be a part of that. I'm trying to get my schedule straight right. to be a part of that. So what's no doubt. You? no doubt. So like I said earlier, um the most immediate thing. Okay, so you got uh, me. Miss, yeah, real quick, she, yo. Okay, so this. Stop, 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 stop. I just want to give you your flowers, yo, real quick. Like yo, 
like, I'm going to tell all y'all motherfuckers out there, if anybody out here raps, whatever, if you PR for people doing it, look, if you want to know how to do it in this game, just follow this cat's page. <laughs> do what he does. Like, I'm just, I'm giving you, we, he's giving you free game. I'm giving you free game. Like, just, he, he tells you where he is. He posts his shit, his shows, his merch, the gear, new joints coming out, keeps it moving. You know what Elder Sensei is up to. Like, and he's and he's doing well. Still OG in the game. Like, listen, all of you, like, just follow this cat. Like, it, it's right there. The formula is right there. I can tell y'all motherfuckers, like, yo, just do what L does. Like, just, just do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, He's, like I've never seen you like eight people in one. Like I've never seen. I mean, you know what I'm saying, I've never seen. to do what we doing to do what we doing on here. Look, I always say it like this. I know a lot of my brothers and a lot of people on here can attest to what I'm about to say. Even yourself, I know a lot of dudes that work. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's like I'm not getting up early in the morning to do heavy lifting and whatever other job we got to do with labor the least i can do is promote my ass off as much as i can because that's all it is really about you know like you can go on here and have look on some people explore page and they got just all ass shots all on their little screen when you can just you know go in there and only thing people see me doing every day in my feet, artifacts, 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 show, show, tour, because there's nothing else for me to do on there. I'm not really the one, I'm not so talkative on there. I really don't have nothing to talk about unless it's got something to do with me being in here working with my man. Uh, you know, I'm home most of the time, so, like, unless I got to go out and do something, I'm doing it, but this is the least that, that you can do. You know, if you, why leave it up to somebody else? You know, if we have our own phones. People should know how to be able to navigate through their phone and do work on there and write invoices and pay your taxes and pretty much be the entrepreneur on here. You know, this is what we on here for. You know, why are we, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I tell people I have no time to be on here. You know, I see a lot of my friends, people I know, people I watch on their phone just be scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I'm like, yo, look. I'm putting stuff on here. If anybody interested in buying anything, okay, I'm I'm doing nothing but that. And most of the time, we only got 24 hours in the day. I got to cook. I'm watching clothes and shit. Going, I'm doing regular man shit. And this this is this is work too. But that work is you know and and, and use what it's for. Morning, noon, and night. You ain't got you know. Some people think that being on here like yo. I'm, I ain't trying to be all the point. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you on here for? Like, you know, if you're doing business, be on here. That's what's going to help you make more business. That's what's going to help you see more people on your thread. And, you know, so, like, I don't care how many likes it might, the picture might get. Just know after that shit go up, off to the post office, off to the studio. Also, when I'm doing all this stuff, it's, it's, people, it's business happening you know and, it's, and and it works differently for everybody because a lot of my friends and a lot of my friends on the timeline that's doing just as much as i am or wanting to do it you know and, and i see everybody 
and I, I like what I see, you know, and I see, you know, everybody that follow even your page, we all follow the same people. The same people who follow you follow me, and we all taking note of what we are all each, each other doing, even if nobody's saying that. This is about influence. It's not about hoarding uh, business ties. It's not about keeping people away from their, what they really want to do. At this point in my career, it's about lending a hand. It's about giving advice. It's about, you know, so these things going to lead to a business in later on. But while I'm participating in the business too, I can't do business the way I would want to if I stop while I'm doing it. I can't. So I just, you know, at the same time, just let people know, like, hey, look, do this shit here, do that there, do this. This shit will work, you know, but most things I could tell everybody, man, just like, go your own fucking way. Don't listen to nobody. You know what I'm saying? Because that person that's telling you not to do it, scared to do that shit too. So don't let somebody else not tell you what something you, what you really want to do. And uh, don't be scared because the only thing you can do is fuck up and try it again. You know, you're going to invest, invest in yourself, invest in what you're trying to do. That's the best way you're going to know if it's going to work or not. You know, scared money don't make no money. Of course not. Nah. Nah, so real quick, let me focus. This is going to cut me off, man. I don't know if you want to run it back or something. I don't want, to, I want you to share what's, what you got going on. You got mad shit going I mean, on. How many minutes we got? How many minutes? We got, like, we got literally two and a half. All right. So, yo, two of popping May, May, June, me and Mr. Lynn, we're going to be in... Denmark, we're going to be doing a UK run. We're going to be in Czech Republic. We're going to be in Italy. There's still more shows coming in. But everybody, please follow me. Y'all want to know anything about this damn pillow right here? Y'all follow me and my man tomorrow. Y'all can pick this up. I know we're going to still be on here for a couple more seconds. So I'm going to keep the peace down there. Oh, yeah. But yeah, man, like just, just fuck with us. We're trying to make it happen. And y'all know how we do. Yeah, man. Elder Sensei, look at you. you. Wrapped it up quick. Yeah, you still yeah man. Yeah. Don't, don't sleep on the pillow. Sure. That'll be the <laughs> don't, don't sleep on the pillow. <laughs> and artifacts. Don't you see, it's kind of, and it's big, too. Y'all see, it ain't small. This ain't no throw pillow. It's a real pillow. You can go to sleep with this pillow, for real. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, nah, mad shit going on. You, you all over the place. I mean, it's not just... You're, you're in San Diego. Out yeah, in San Diego. We're going to be in Arizona at the Trill Phoenix, Shop. Trill Shop out in Phoenix, right? Yeah. I want to get, I wanna get out to in Denver. We're going to be in Sadat. going to be in Denver at the Bar Red. So if y'all out there in Colorado, come to Bar Red in Denver. Oh, I tell my homeboy. May 6th, May 6th. I tell my homeboy to come through out there. Um, oh, she said bring some pillows to Phoenix. To, to, to Trill. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'm and I'm a, I got I'm gonna have the B boys come out to the Denver show. Okay. I got I got. Okay, okay. yeah, tell them to come through. So I, I tell my I tell the B boys to come out to the um to the show in to the show in Denver. What, yes. what is that? Uh, it's Bar, Bar Red. I think it's four thirty seven West no. Colfax. When when May six. Oh, May six. Yeah. Or, tell my people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Salute to everybody who was on the show. Sorry to get to the questions with building. You know what I'm saying? Shit happens. Um, hopefully, was a, you got some information out of it. Big up to our man, Alex Sensei, working. I'm going to tell y'all now. We, we, we really, was, you know, like, we wanted to let y'all know about this pillar. Yes, sir. Yeah. 
Yes, so and, and, and all y'all got, if y'all wanted to pre-order this pillow today, y'all can own one just like we gon' we own one. So, <laughs> so thank thank y'all very much. Yes, y'all cool as hell. Everybody up on here, love y'all, and uh, just just keep supporting us. Keep supporting what we're doing. We're gonna keep making good music. We're gonna keep giving y'all good interviews. Keep giving y'all good picks of the weeks, and you know. Y'all don't even know what's about to happen in the future, man. Like, yo, it's, it's a lot going on. A lot going on. All right, let me go. We're, we out. I don't want to lose the show. Salute, fam. Thank you again. Always. Peace. Peace.